0: You are now checked in to stand-up New York labs. Oh, yeah. It's
1: Positive Anger uh, with myself, Nathan McIntosh, and uh, Mr. John Fatigate, a.k.a. the man sitting to my left, a.k.a. John Dirty, a.k.a. Dr. Daddy, a.k.a. John Tired. A.K.A. John John the Don, A.K.A. Super John Osborne. John Gate, how are
2: you, dude? Good, good to be here. Thanks, man. Um, You've really memorized all those.
1: Yeah, well, they're all pretty much my favorite things to say. Even when I'm not here, I am saying, I am, uh, I am dropping those hard. Yep. Pause of anger, guys. I guess quickly talk about today. What we're gonna be talking about. Um, how do you fra- How do you form this sentence? I'm trying to write it down in terms of uh, it really, it, we're talking about how liberals are sort of becoming conservative. Is that right? The right sentence?
2: Um, well, without giving too much away, yeah, we're we're, we're saying like uh, people who used to identify as liberals are starting to feel turned off by what liberals, modern liberals, are 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 saying and doing these days.
1: I think that gave it all the way. <laughs> I think the podcast is now over. um yeah so that's what we're gonna be talking about and we're bringing in uh we're bringing in uh dave smith who has a podcast on this network as well called uh part of the problem
2: yeah great show
1: and he is pretty much captain politics Mm -hmm. this man i've walked into many a room where he's talking politics i don't i think if i've walked in the same amount of rooms uh as obama he wouldn't be talking about politics as much as dave smith is you know what i mean yeah the man's killing it um
2: libertarian yeah
1: I don't even know the difference between any of these things. Well, let's we'll talk, we'll talk. Let's talk about that too. Yeah. I have to know, I mean, I know the difference to a degree, but uh, I don't even know what we are in Canada. To tell you the truth, I guess. Um,
2: well, I think you're socialists, right? No, God,
1: no. I mean, the um, the the the. I mean, we have a conservative right now government, um, but I don't even know what the the. the anyways, I put up on oh god whatever dave will know we'll talk about it when we when we talk about it even though he's
2: not canadian he'll know
1: he's he probably will no joke but we're not so it's not like a weird socialist uh and that's not even weird but it's not like a full socialist country where we're like let's all wear green do you know what I mean?
2: yeah of course not but i mean there's more communist socialized health care you know the
1: word socialized down here though is such a fucking people hate it right people get really really angry you can't just help a guy's face if he if he messes it up why not
2: I think the fear is that it's going to turn into what the post office is, you know? a
1: gated how, community how? a
2: scared box Post office is the worst thing that's ever happened do
1: you understand that the post office in canada you can touch the employees
2: <laughs>
0: do you know that <laughs> you I can
1: reach over the counter and be like hello gladys here first time i walked into a post office i uh, they this is this is attica this is rikers <laughs> they're behind seven pounds of glass oh yeah oh, and i yeah. i get it i know the jokes you that, know how angry
2: we are when we're at the post office i mean they need that glass
1: um well i guess in canada the canada the post office is also in like a pharmacy sometimes just at the back, behind the greeting cards. Really? Yeah, these people are... It's a post office. It shouldn't be a a (laughs) post-apocalyptic... Office. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, yes, we're going to be talking about that. Uh, It's going to be a good time. Uh, Last week, we talked about uh, video games are making kids softer. That was fun. A a guy commented on uh, SoundCloud that he wished I knew what... uh, Soylent? That's what it is, right? Again, Mm -hmm. Soylent was uh, because... He's a life hacker and he started talking about how Soylent is like, it's made of Japanese flesh from the future.
2: Oh my God. What the fuck does
1: that mean? That's like the
2: Matrix. They're I, feeding us ourselves. I messaged
1: him and I was like, the future? What does this mean? <laughs> um, so anyways, he's big into, I guess he's big into Soylent. Uh, so anyways. Really Wait, but I was,
2: he he thinks that that's what it is, but he still is into it.
1: He is full into future Japanese flesh. Wow. Um, Soylent is still an awful word. Uh since that time, what have you been doing? What's going on this week?
2: Just, uh, you know, we're, we're making a lot of moves here, man. We're, we're doing things. We're shaking things up here. Um, I know that's very vague, but I can't talk about all the projects we're working on, necessarily. Oh, man. We're, we, we have a lot of cool projects. That we, we're,
1: we right now are in Area 51. <laughs> we cannot disclose. We have
2: some new cartoons we're working on. We've got a, a pilot we're doing with a comic. We're doing a bunch of different stuff right now. So we're really starting to branch out outside of the podcast um that's awesome yeah we're trying to make uh we're trying to make content here
1: trying to make content
2: we got such talented comics we got to do something right
1: which equals money exactly and then cars and women
2: these are all good
1: (laughs) (laughs) um these are all good things um what have you been up to man kicking life right in the dick every day I get out of bed and I'm like how can I beat you life how can I put you on an armbar and make this thing better than it was yesterday Um, I don't know man walking the earth living and loving I, I went to see uh uh, I think I've seen two movies since the last time I saw you. I went to see Captain America. Mm-hmm. um which uh, I, I, okay, I don't want to walk around anymore just being like everything I don't like is bad. So I'm not gonna say that. What I will say though, is I don't think comic book movies are for me. Yeah. I think I've reached that point where there's no there's no like it's cool when the action is happening, but when the action is not happening, it's two soulless people saying words that mean nothing. Do you know what I mean? There's no emotion, there's no heart, there's just nothing. There's just, I need to save that guy. You should. I will. And then a big car explosion, you're like, well that was great. And then the guy saves the guy and he's like, I saved you. And the guy's like, thank you, I needed to be saved. Well you were. Well now I am. Well let's go now. Wait! Another monster for you to kill. And then, I saved us again. Thank you. You did. Where are our hearts? They are gone. Um, that's how I felt watching that
2: movie. <laughs> play it, play it. Um,
1: but you know what I mean. What's the other
2: movie? You see Godzilla?
1: I did see Godzilla. I've um, heard mixed things. Yeah, I'll give you some mixed things. You son of a. I saw Godzilla, and um, man, the trailer for it is is better than the movie. I think. I thought it was gonna be. And this is my fault. I got, I got, I got suckered in for the uh, trailer. I thought it was gonna be like a super serious take on. I thought it was gonna be like the Batman of Godzilla's, where they're like, look, Godzilla's like a brooding character. He's all deep and mysterious. And then you go to watch it, and it's like, um, it's sort of like a ABC movie. Uh, this big, uh, heartfelt love story between a dad and his son, and then uh, then Godzilla shows up to fight monsters you didn't know were going to be there. <laughs> there's not a lot of... Uh, I, the movie's not bad, by any means, but there's not a lot of Godzilla, which is weird for a, a, a movie entitled Godzilla. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like a little bit more Godzilla in your Godzilla movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Batman, this summer, with 80% less Batman. <laughs> there he is. Hey, guys. And then four hours of him not... Godzilla's not even there for the first hour. And then even when he does come, he's just like, um... All right, here's a whole bunch of uh, spoilers, I suppose, for this uh, movie. Uh, first of all, Cranston's in it, which is great. Maybe want to go see it. Cranston dies. Cranston straight up dies. Um, did you see this movie yet? No, but I apologize. Plenty of uh, people Juice are bitching about that. Good day. Uh, Cranston <laughs> dies, and the thing that's sad about that, I guess, is that uh, he's like a really good—he's a good actor—and you're like, I want to see more. They don't even have. Even the big actor that they get, they take him out of it. There's no Godzilla, there's barely any Cranston. And also, a lot of the movie is like Cranston trying to figure out why his wife died in a in a in a in a in a big reactor explosion. Uh fifteen years he's still trying to hunt down uh the facts and like he's they're like, you know, the reactor just blew up and he's like, the reactor did not just blow up. Fifteen years he's trying to figure this out. I just think we gotta stop trying to trying to say in movies that um A man's wife will drive him to do anything. Do you know what I mean? A lot of movies, it's like, my wife is kidnapped. Now I have to go to Malaysia and and fight a whole team of ninjas. The divorce rate is 50%. (laughs) There's no way that you can get people to believe forever and ever that you take a guy. Here's really what would happen. If a guy's wife blows up in a factory explosion, he'd be like, oh, man, that sucks. Three years later, he'd be in a new relationship. Do you know what I mean? And he would tell his new wife, my old wife melted she, uh, 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 a whole a whole steam grate exploded her face her brain blew up all over the wall I saw the whole thing but I mean you can't go on not fucking forever so here you are and here we are in Orlando but they just keep going like his wife died so he has to walk to come on you know what I mean I'm just sitting there like god this, there's no way give us a bigger reason how about you just want to see a monster what's wrong with that monsters are pretty fucking cool I like monsters you like monsters John John I- um and then Godzilla they want him to come up I mean Godzilla's really in this movie and I mean I guess this is what his character was anyway but he's just a detective he just lives in the center of the earth until he hears another monster and then he walks up and he's like I got this guys and he fights that monster and the uh the army knows that he's there to help them but they still shoot him (laughs) they're still fucking shooting shit at him and all that kind of thing um anyways I guess all in all it's a it's a decent movie but it's uh, it was uh, it was a little disappointing.
2: Okay. All so, right.
1: Yeah. You gonna go see it now?
2: No, definitely not.
1: Uh, I didn't mean to ruin those things for it's you. It's fine, man. Uh, um. Or did I mean to ruin them? You did. Uh, <laughs> I think I did. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Okay. We're gonna be bringing in uh, uh Captain Politics, aka Dave Smith, here in the next couple minutes. Um. For that uh <clears throat> we got a segment here. We got a segment here. Call this the jazz rant. Love this segment. Um, this is John John's favorite segment. It's also his uh, his entire family's favorite segment. Uh, they listen to this while they go to yurts, <laughs> while they are on yachts, while they are trying to create content for money and women and cars. And fast cars. You know I always thought funny about fast cars is that no matter how fast your car is, you still gotta go the speed limit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you have a Lamborghini Diablo that can go zero to four thousand in twelve seconds, it's like you still gotta go 30 in a school zone, dude. Like you still got you can't just run over kids because you paid a quarter of a million dollars for an orange automobile. You know what I mean? Um anyways, that's not the jazz rant. The jazz rant uh, today is sort of about bullying. The jazz is telling me no but my anger, my anger's telling me yes, baby, I don't want to hurt nobody, but there is something i got to get off my chair. With a little jazz rant, with a little jazz rant. All right, so we just put some uh, jazz here. And uh...
2: what are we listening to today?
1: Oh yeah, we got—we always forget to. Well, we don't always. Uh, we're listening to Miles Davis and a little John Coltrane. Nice a little song.
2: Oh, together. Oh, cool.
1: I guess they're together. Nice. That's what it says. Great. They're staring into each other's eyes, <laughs> jazzing it up. Um, with a little song called "Sexual Frustration." No, <laughs> a little song called "Kind of Blue," which is another way to say "Sexual <laughs> Frustration." <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Um. <clears throat> okay. Uh. So I just want to talk about this. Every once in a while, uh, people say that we gotta like stop um bullying. You know, you gotta stop uh, kids from bullying kids. What's weird to me about that is that it's hard to talk. It's hard to tell a kid not to bully other kids when like you can get paid to bully people uh, in this lifetime, you know what I mean? Like uh, celebrity bloggers or uh, People magazine. Is that not just professional bullies? Is that not all that is, you know what I mean? It's weird, Like you can't make fun of a kid uh, unless he's on a sitcom and then, yo, fuck that kid. (laughs) I don't care if he he, he drinks a, a bottle of wild turkey and crashes his Ferrari into a tree. He was a piece of shit- like if a kid- if a kid was making fun of another kid in the hallway and he was like, Man, that kid's stupid, teacher would be like, don't do that. And the kid would be like, well he just- but he just got on a brand new show, like he's on, uh, I don't know, he's on Wiling Out 7. The teacher would be like, That? Little pineapple head piece of shit kid? <laughs> with his little ugly teeth and his shitty sweaters? Nobody likes him. How the fuck did he get on TV? Um, it's, you, should, you shouldn't even tell kids not to bully. You should If a kid makes fun of another kid in school, you should bring them to the front of the class and get them to do it harder. So that one day they could be a complete millionaire. I mean, how much money do you think Perez Hilton has? How much money do you think the people like, that stand on the, these people, that stand on the red carpet? And talk about the best and worst dressed. Is that not bullying? If that was in a school, you can't say that guy's the worst dressed person in grade 10. Because that's bullying, correct? But if you're on a red carpet, you can just go, I cannot believe Clooney is wearing orange socks. He can't believe that you, a person who's done zero with your life, zero, the opposite of something, zero, you went to journalism school, are standing on a red carpet judging what he is wearing. He he is a talented human being. You are trash. You are trash, lady. Also, I love that people that usually judge, um, fashion are some of the worst dressed people on the goddamn planet, you know what I mean? Some guys like look at Jennifer Aniston's uh, dress or fucking, I can't believe Nicki Minaj would wear a top hat. You're wearing a silver suit. You look like a baked potato. Your head is dyed green. You're wearing a tie that's purple. You look like a, a henchman the Joker would have fired, but somehow, because you have created a website, you're allowed to bully people, and then these same people will put out things that like, hey guys, if you're getting bullied, don't worry, it gets better. Of course it does! You go on the side of bullying, and you make a billion dollars. Um... Anyways, I don't think you can tell kids to not bully people when every single day people bully celebrities. Uh, all day! Bullying is a- is a- is a revenue stream. People are making uh, tons of- tons of money with it, um, we love doing it. Bullying has uh, bullying has uh, really helped this fucking economy, <laughs> I believe. Um, all right, well, that's this uh, <clears throat> jazz rant here. Um, all right, we're gonna be bringing in um, Sir Dave Smith to talk liberals. We are back from our seven-week vacation. We usually take giant breaks when the jazz rant stops. Um, you guys have 12 seconds to get more tea or coffee, whatever the hell it is you do before you come back and listen to this. We are well rested. I got a full-on tan here. <laughs> John John uh, met uh, met a new business partner. He's a billionaire. He's draped in gold. And uh, in the studio now, we are uh, joined by a uh, very funny man, Dave Smith.
0: Hey guys. What's up, Bud? Thanks for having me.
1: Uh thank you so much for coming. As I said, um at the beginning, uh Dave has a podcast uh, on this network called Part of the Problem. Yes. And uh Dave 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 talks politics. Dave's uh Dave's a, a man who knows a lot um about politics and has many many things to say.
0: I'm weirdly obsessed.
1: Um which I love. It's great. I think anytime mm. I said before, anytime I've walked into a room Dave's talking politics,
0: <laughs> right, and not just a room, it, um, Just every room you've ever walked into, <laughs> no matter what's going on. Like Dave, yeah. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to take a shit here. Can you just like?
1: Dave, can you? How did you get into my house, Dave? Man, the government is doing this. Um, so uh, yeah, I want to talk uh, 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 with Dave uh, what we were saying before about how. And again, I don't know the actual sentence I'm trying to say, but basically that liberals have become almost more conservative than conservatives. And are, are, are sort of um, harshing up the world.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: first, what is, what is your stance? Do you consider yourself a libertarian? Honestly, I really try to, my thing, like, yes, I'm fine with that, that label. But my thing is really, like, I'm, I'm Dave. That's all I am. I, it just happens that the libertarians are right about everything. If well, they're wrong about something I'll I'll step up and say just you know as I see it. But uh-huh. to me like I so I'm trying to not like you know force myself into a label like I am this. I'm just a stand-up comedian Dave Smith. But yeah. I I think like uh, I think libertarians are right about pretty much everything. And we, what
1: and what is um and it, for, what is a libertarian? Like what what are the what are the I, I don't know dude, I don't know it is. It's a lot just about
0: the the fundamental principle is like is like non-aggression, like voluntarism. So it's not about it's just basically everyone should have basically natural individual rights no you you should be free to do whatever you want to do as long as you don't infringe on someone else's freedom and that's basically the 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 only justification for a government possible would be like if someone's violating someone else's freedom then you have a right to like you know help them defend themselves or you know something like that
1: okay where do libertarians fit in terms of uh Conservative. I mean, what do conservatives and liberals think of libertarians?
0: They all hate us. We're the most threatening to all of them because we just want to, you know, like uh, the we want to like take away kind of all the power that the government has. But they mean, all
1: sort of hate each other. It seems conservatives hate liberals, liberals hate conservatives, and then everybody they, hates the other one. They
0: will always. And I've have just kind of learned this over like the last few years. But so libertarians, it may seem like, oh well, look, they have some things in common with liberals, some things in common in common with conservatives, but. Liberals will side with like neocons over libertarians every single time. It'll never happen that they won't. No matter, which is very strange because they claim to not like like the wars and stuff like that. But when it comes down to it, they're really pretty tolerant of it. It's a, a, what's really crazy is you know if someone like uh, Ron Paul comes on, Ron Paul comes on to their, their channel and on like MSNBC, they'll always bring up how there was something racist said in a newsletter that he published 35 years ago. Like it's always the first thing they bring up. But someone who worked for the Bush administration can just like come on and talk. And it's not. It's like, oh, but this guy's like a war criminal. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that like a bigger deal? But they always. So I, I don't know. Like, it is weird. No, we don't. I don't really think libertarians fit into the left or the right necessarily. It's more like, it kind of comes out of what classical liberalism was. Which is you know like John Locke and yeah uh, you know you know like just the that like that which is probably the greatest movement in human history.
2: I think it's like a really appealing philosophy too. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't kind of want to like. The more I learn about it, the more I, I kind of feel like it's it's one of the most appealing ways to look at at a lot of things, you know? I, uh,
1: yeah, and I i, I mean, <clears throat> I don't really subscribe to, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm with you, I'm Nathan. I walk around, I see things and they affect me on that, whatever that level is. I don't go, I'm this, so it affects me this way. But what I noticed about like, I guess growing up, I would have been like, oh, I'm more liberal, I guess, because they want to include everyone. But what's weird about that now is you look around, and it seems that, they're open to everyone unless you disagree with
0: them. Well, that's the thing. And right? if you
1: disagree, they want you your hell can't be hot enough. Well,
0: that that's one that's absolutely true. I mean, there's no um and by the way, I'm the same exact thing. I grew up just considering myself kind of liberal, because obviously that's the right side. And and growing up in a kind of liberal environment, it it, it kind of gets into you like this idea where it's like you know you're obviously right so you don't even have to really learn anything about yeah, this cuz yeah, yeah. you're a liberal obviously the conservatives are just idiots anyone who's not pro choice and not pro gay marriage and not this is so just backward and retarded and just a religious idiot so you and you don't really have to learn too much about it you just know you're right and everyone's and there's once i became a libertarian i was much more like driven to actually read and learn and i really wanted to actually understand shit but you're you're right liberals claim to be they they are the most closed-minded people and they pride themselves on their open-mindedness. Yes. It's the weirdest thing. It's like they they right they they claim to be this uh, uh, all against like discrimination and prejudice, but man, they are Stalinistic. If you don't agree with everything that they agree with, you are you are all of a sudden just thrown into this like evil oh, yeah. world you- and then they and then they all take quite a bit of like sadistic pleasure in like relentlessly beating on you with yeah, yeah, no yeah. mercy it's- and
1: th- this is the thing i find strange is like a group that that says they're so tolerant and open can't have i mean even just questions do you know what i mean and it seems to be anybody who who would really say they're liberal um also doesn't want to really talk to anybody who does not agree with that philosophy do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it seems that most of these groups want us tend to be with their group just solely agree with the people around them and everybody else is a complete criminal waste of time piece. Of and art. there's
0: there's just this tendency, man, that I just find so unappealing of like, don't get me I mean, look, dude, we're I, I think everyone should be, you know, it like uh for freedom and everyone should have rights. So I'm all for like women's rights and gay rights and all, all shit like that. But there's like this thing where um when someone like a you know the gay NFL player uh, gets drafted and and you just you see like the way they put it out there like liberals are just like waiting for someone to say so something true. say something so I can jump on how I'm not as prejudiced as you huh, huh? Like do you have a problem with it here yeah. like watch these guys kiss anyone have a problem because they love when what like nothing makes them happier than if like some conservative said I have a problem with this and then they can go see see we're not the the you know prejudiced ones like this this love of of showing you're more tolerant, like yeah. the spirit of tolerance yeah. Yeah. should not be one-upsmanship. That's what I mean. That's yeah. not like what it's supposed and to be. About. The
2: discrepancy is really about who they're intolerant towards, really. You know? Right.
1: Yeah, and that's what I find strange. Is like you think that a group that was so open-minded would take into account. I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like they're garbage. Therefore, I'm a conservative. I'm not saying any of that shit. I just think it's weird that if somebody was going to go, I don't like gay people. Here's why. You think a group that was really tolerant would go. Well, okay, and try to explain to somebody why gay people are good human beings, and because I mean, a lot of people that would think that gay people are bad were probably brought up in a I don't know a family or a house that was like you know, gay being gay is wrong and wrong and wrong, and if you're taught that all the time, how can you just it's it's uh, I don't know how do you just one day go yeah you're right they're, they're good you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, but the thing is though, like I'm not I'm not saying that like. I don't agree with the with the opinion that there's something wrong with gay people. But what happened to no, people being entitled to their opinions? Though at the same time, that I
0: look, there's a big. I think there's something very important to kind of. You have to distinguish between like kind of political philosophy and just cultural or just general like your philosophy in life. Like my philosophy in life tells says there's nothing wrong with gayness. Like I just don't. I think you know yeah. whatever you want to do. It's it's fine. Um, but that being said. A- anyone has the right to have their own personal philosophy being like I think it's wrong or, I'm a Christian I'm against gay like hey that's your right too you have a right to do that what you do not have a right to do is then say I want to pass a law that says mm-hmm. gay people aren't allowed to have certain rights that other yeah. people have like you don't so there's there's a difference between so I, I can get along with anyone can have their own personal beliefs as long as we're all together and like no one's actually violating anyone's rights uh, you know so I'm, I'm fine with that the thing like with uh, and and I I talked about this uh, like I, I use a lot of examples like this on my podcast but I also find like with these liberals it's what they're outraged against is always so strangely selective and it's like they don't Like, okay, look, so when I was a kid and this is, I think, kind of what you were talking about, like they're becoming the conservatives or what we kind of thought was supposed to be conservative traits. So like when I was a kid um, there and I'm not the first to make this comparison, but when I was a kid, like there was actually this active movement to shut down gangster rap, like a political movement, like big people like Bob Dole and John McCain and C. Dolores Tucker. These people were trying to shut down hip hop, to make death row go away and sue them and whatever or get like universal to stop. Uh, you know distributing the records and they had this whole movement about you know how it was like tearing apart the fiber of America and gangster rap was wrong and and it's very similar to this almost like you know the feminist anti-comedian movement where they're like you're contributing to this rape culture you shouldn't say jokes like this we should come down and again not necessarily saying they want to pass laws but they're saying we should come down on these people for and I think they're both very similar in nature and they're both wrong in my mind like they both are very flawed I mean if you it's like to me, even as a kid, I always got. You're like, okay, so if you shut down gangster rap, does that mean like the projects or the, like the the that the projects are any better? Does that mean what's going on in the inner city is it goes does? away? No, it's. <laughs> well, if
1: they would have shut down gangster rap, we would know Ice T's real name. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. He would have went <laughs> by <laughs> Terry or whatever, whatever the name is. Stu. But, uh, but you're right, Stew man. <laughs> it's weird that like it's weird that there's so many things that you're just not allowed. I mean, the reason I kind of thought about uh, talking about this is like. Every week there's a new thing that is – and a lot of it over the last couple weeks has been SNL. Almost every week SNL has a sketch that people are just screaming at, yelling at. Like the woman who did the – I can't – well, I could look it up. Um, uh, Did you see that thing a couple weeks ago?
0: What was it? I forget what she was joking around about, but I saw it. She was joking about being the number one one slave draft pick. And what's just
1: sort of strange to me about that is that the week before – They, people were yelling about how Keenan Thompson played a a Latino guy and they were like, there's not enough Latino guys to play each other. Then there's a black woman Playing in a sketch written by black people—that's well, not well, that's, good enough.
0: Uh, well, look, this is what I was saying. Uh, also, is that, that thats kind of my point. Is it's—it's it's so random how they choose it. Like the thing I was saying, and I point this out uh, a lot, is that m- my thing is why aren't liberals? By the way, why aren't liberals upset about gangster rap? I mean, if these fucking uh, if if these feminists who really think a rape joke is contributing to a rape culture, how about? I mean, like the conservatives had a way stronger argument. <laughs> like I'm not saying I think they're both wrong, but the argument that like I literally at like ten years old was listening to music that was like genuinely advocating sexual assault. That was like slap a bitch on the ass because she ain't shit. Like, yo, yo. and hip hop's not joking when they say, so, that. say that. Say that again. Uh, <laughs> slap a bitch on the ass because she ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is
1: that the phrase of the day? <laughs> <laughs> no, that just needed an air horn. That that's just a, needed. A, that's a. That's a. Well, a you know what I was, Like
0: G's up, hose down, and all that oh, yeah, hip hop yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Like it was always and uh. So, but I'm just saying, but you know, but then liberals will never, you'll never hear them criticize rappers for contributing to, black, uh, to rape culture because they're black and liberals are uncomfortable criticizing black people. It's like the weirdest hypocrisies that they have. They also, by the way, like I, I pointed out this thing on my show, like Donald Sterling is like front page news for weeks and weeks and he's just dominating. Everyone's just, you know, demanding he resign and, uh, you know, because he said some fucked up shit. Like Jason Kidd beat up his wife
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like got suspended for I think a week. Hey, man. And came back, and he's fine. Like was such a good point. There's that no man. proportion, man. Yeah. Like, where, right. where's your sense of, like...
1: Well, I think he needed a... You need to beat your wife every once in a while.
0: <laughs> Play that air horn after you say it What, that am again. I wrong?
1: <laughs> beat that bitch. The, the Donald Sterling thing sort of made me laugh, because I was listening to uh, a hip-hop station the day that happened, and uh, all these hip-hop DJs were like, yo, man, you can't... Uh, Donald Sterling can't say this shit. White people and black people, we're all equal. Everybody is equal. And then they were like, yo... Uh, up next, the song, Push a Bitch. And I just thought that's so funny. We're <laughs> yeah. all equal unless you're a woman and then goodbye to you and whatever but the fuck happens but that's to that's
0: such a great example of just like how backward liberalism starts becoming. A yeah. modern day, like, liberalism just starts becoming. It When you watch it, I mean, when you look at the... I saw this article, uh, Lindy West, the one who debated Norton on, uh, yes, on Kamau yes, Bell's yes, yes, show. Yes, yes. So she just wrote this article. That was a article. really good debate, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I thought it, it was all right. I, I, honestly, I thought she was just awful in it well, I mean she, genuinely awful she didn't debate she yeah, went he, here's what, uh like if I'm gonna be addicted like this that, isn't that's, this isn't an argument what lady, I was gonna say just, too
1: is that like it, it, I thought it was good in the way that like um, it shows that people who already go in with a preconceived notion of how you are will just scoff at all your opinions and people think Jim Norton is some sort of awful Antichrist the way he composed himself. Dude, can I tell you something? I, op-
0: act- I opened for uh, Norton last night uh at a not a not like a stand-up show I opened for um Hit, Bonnie and, and Rich did a live podcast with Norton. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Up doing con- Norton is a fucking beast, man. That dude is like, I've, like, he's super fucking smart of course. and just like one of the funniest, sharp-wittedest guys. But what in I mean is fucking, people
1: who would sort of have... Yes, people they, think they, he's
0: going to go in being like, yes, cunt, fuck you. Exactly, blah, blah, and,
1: yeah. So when he sits down it's just like, hey, I, I say these things and think these things, but I can also have a human discussion with you about why right. and how uh, and then to see the other side exactly what you're saying. Oh, or like, well,
0: I mean yeah it's just <laughs> it's it's just I don't like if you want to just be like uh you know like a fucking child and be like rolling your eyes and saying like every five minutes and just like not having a, a real con- I just said like in that statement but it's fine do that but then don't try to claim you're like some intellectual on top of it uh, but look so she wrote this article last week about I guess MTV had something I forget what it was called but it was like some some event and uh, Joan Rivers was seated near the Kardashian sisters and the K- Kardashians had her moved because I guess she's like been really mean to them on, made fashion, a lot of jokes. on fashion police yeah whatever so she's been really mean to them and so they had her move and Lindy West writes this like like how awesome is this like fuck uh, Joan Rivers that's awesome that they made this was a great moment so this is the modern-day feminist is like siding with Kim Kardashian over Joan Rivers Like, I don't know what else you need to say. You have gotten this completely backward. Joan Rivers is a fucking trailblazer who made it in a time when it was genuinely, there were real obstacles in front of women to make it. Kim Kardashian has a fat ass and leaked a sex tape. Wait, wait, wait. That's her value. Say that again? Mm -mm. Fat ass and leaked a sex
2: tape. (laughs) I think a lot of like people forget more. about though her, about her early years in stand up. I think a lot of people just know her now as like you know. And I don't. My, Do you like, guys
1: also know how hard it is for Joan Rivers to move? To get her to actually, she's already sitting in a chair comfortably, probably has a glass of water, and then they're like, "Do you mind getting?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm 90. I really mind getting up. If you could move them, for God's sake." But it is funny that they'll sit there and bash that person. We talked about that while, on this podcast once. The person that was bashing Jerry Lewis. For things he said, it's like, what are you serious? This he's doing jokes for God's sake. And that, that one thing I want to talk about too is like, it seems that liberals want everybody to um, think the same and be the same. Do
0: well, that's know? right. Yes, it has to be. It has to be their version of you know like uh, um, diversity, which again is a great like uh, thing where they they love to be champions of diversity. Except. Everyone has to have the exact same view of diversity, and if anyone else has a different view, then there's a real problem. So, is this very weird kind of self-contradictory philosophy? And they, uh, you know, you see that just kind of come out all over the place. I don't know. It's very, it's very to me interesting. I also find like in the bigger picture, like we live in this world where, dude. I think it's pretty easy to see the story. If you take a step back, the big picture, the story of what's going on in America is this huge out of control government, like the Stalinistic government that's got military bases in hundreds of other different countries, is spying on everyone in the world, is you know spending three and a half trillion dollars a year into hundreds of trillions of dollars of unfunded liabilities worth of debt. It's, oh, it's encroaching on what you can say, the political correctness and the culture of listening to everything we say and then limiting what is acceptable range to say, and then the Liberals in this world take on their crusade is To start policing what everybody says and let you know when someone steps out of line like really that's what your number one concern is You're not concerned with like this Stalinistic government that we have like this whole all that fucking shit about Bush Just went out the window when Obama came in like you guys don't care that Obama's expanded every one of those policies Uh, uh, To me that's supposed to be the big issue
1: John Do you see why it would be so hard to take a shower while Dave? Is just yelling all of these things. Through I just the wa- you
0: can't wash your body while I fucking <laughs> I fucking round this home. You know
1: what's funny about bringing up Bush is that Bush now is almost he's he's solely a joke. It's like Will Ferrell ran the country for eight years and now people look at it like ah oh, God that was funny. <laughs> that's really, what it is. They man. really just look like ah oh, what, what a cute thing that was. I every once in a while just for fun I'll watch. uh Top 10 uh, Bush moments that Letterman put together. Man, some of those are great. When he drops that dog in front of the kids, Oof. God, that's awesome. It's just one of the funniest things. I mean, it was incredible.
0: In the it is a crazy thing when you see, like, you look back and see a Bush speech or something like that, and you're like, oh, holy shit. This was real. That guy really was he the really fucking president. He could
1: walk into your house and just go, your, your mother's dead. And you're like, what? And then just shoot her in the face, and that was it.
0: You're like, they didn't even have to just be like, well, no, we can't put him up there. I mean, like they—they <laughs> yeah. they, they were able to do that. It's incredible.
1: It's pretty amazing, yeah. But I do—I do think it's uh, ridiculous that we're all supposed to sort of talk, think, and act the exact same. And that's why I want to talk about this too because it just feels, it feels scary that if, it's also weird that uh, for a long time, I guess liberals thought conservatives were the majority and they were ruining everything. And it seems whoever is the top is also going to be the one that make all of the the rules and start policing every, it You can't really put anybody at the top without them starting to go, wait a minute, I'm up here now. So here's all the shit I'm yeah. going to say you can and can't do. You know what I mean?
0: That definitely does seem to be the tendency. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I think it comes a lot from like, you know, it's a lot of it is also just like what what takes over the colleges ends up really taking over, you know, the, the intellectual class. And I think this kind of like liberalism of, uh, you know, if you go to like any college campus, you can just kind of see it. There is a very like, I don't know, like just liberalism is infused into these kids and then they get out. And this is just kind of like what makes sense now. They've been, you know, you as comics, we really get to see that all the time. There is no more politically correct uptight Crowds than colleges and it's such a fucking shame it's so backward from the way it's supposed to be liberal
1: ones for sure are the most like what you are saying before sitting there waiting to hear the words that they don't want to hear and
0: then get into this like I was saying before this intoxicating fucking drunk with moral righteousness police wrong I'm offended I'm better than you intolerant I'm tolerant you know this whole thing and we know as comics because you can go into like fucking like really fucking like ghetto hood shows or like some really rural like area the south shows and you can just say the most fucked up shit and go at them and really go at everybody and people love it and it's hilarious and then you take that shit to the most privileged people in the world in these universities in America in 2014 truly privileged people and they get offended on behalf of the people who just fucking loved your shit yeah it's like the, it's this crazy and then they're gonna start talking to me about how I'm privileged like I'll be like well I don't believe your guys bullshit well that's your white privilege that's your male privilege the fucking you're inventing this from some university that your fucking parents are paying for you to go to you're the most privileged people in the world it's it's so backward.
1: I will say, in terms of like talking to like say, uh, uh, like a hood show or like a really southern show, the one thing you really can't say to a lot of these people is anything ab- against God. That That's one of the things that's, that's like.
0: They'll get weird. Yeah, oh, look, they, yeah. they have some triggers too, for sure. They
1: got some triggers too, but, but it's not the same ones as if you can say, like, I've always kind of thought if you have a joke about black people, if you can say it in front of black people, then there's nothing wrong with that joke. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they can hear it and go, yeah, that's funny. There's nothing, there, but then you'll go to like some of these colleges and say, and and man, w- white people have no. Reason to to jump on that will eventually or or will just go. You can't say you can't talk about black people. Like, did you even hear the thing? It's not like I said these fucking black people need to go. It it maybe (laughs) it's just a joke about something. Do you know what I mean?
0: Right. No. It's a lot of times they just hear trigger words and start to already go like, oh, he said this, he said that. I don't wanna. Dude, a couple
1: uh, uh, last week, a, a woman came into a show and just announced that she was a feminist. From the jump. Like, just walked in. She's like, I'm a feminist, so I don't know what that meant, as if, oh, God, Mom's home, so don't really talk about certain things. But then I was talking about how, uh, I was just talking about registries for weddings and how, you know, they could have a salad bowl on them, and, uh, you know, anyways, I said I didn't really, whatever. She started scoffing, and I was like, what's wrong? She was like, you don't respect salad bowls. I said, "What does that mean?" And she goes, "Well, I like salad bowls because I want to save the world." And I just went, I, 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 "You can't, you can't save the world with salad bowls. That doesn't even make sense." Yeah. But because she's into weddings and marriages or whatever, and I started talking—not like fuck weddings, just about them—then instantly she heard, "Oh, this guy, not, not my thought process. He doesn't." So I'm fighting him. You know what I mean? Right. It's weird that you can't just have a different opinion. I love. Uh, talking to people about whatever like having like debates about things, you know what I mean if I I, I like seeing opposing views but absolutely It, se- it yeah. seems that the these groups and that would go I guess for anybody who would go full conservative as well is like no, if you don't think like me, I don't want you I don't want you around. you know what I mean That's a strange that's a strange world to live in I
0: think that's that's the biggest issue is that everyone's look people always want they everyone wants their own freedom and people like to say that they're for other people's freedom but at the end of the day people always kind of want to get in power and control what others do and I think that's the real challenge is to just be like no look everyone kind of has a right to do what they want to do and think what they want to think and I I just like what an awful uh, you know culture to create where you just go you know the idea of anyone someone you know with the Donald Sterling thing even though this thing was a very unpopular opinion an opinion none of us share it's like Whatever happened to that spirit of like, I don't agree with you, but I'll fight to the death for your right to say it. You know, well, like Well, that's it's,
1: the thing. Being I, I think as soon as you are secretly taped, all everything should just become null and void, man. You you can't secretly taped is the biggest thing, I think, in that whole situation. You and know people what I mean? We've all said things that we could get
0: fired. And we're from. naturally we're not human beings are naturally not the most honest creatures, and we're not even honest with ourselves. Like, we have a face that we put on for the world and then we are the real person we are. Privacy is a big part of hu- who human beings are and you know, if for anyone who just like kind of pretends that they don't care about that, they're like, oh no, I don't care, you know, I don't, you, you can bug my phone or you can do whatever. It's like, really? Do you have a code on your computer? Do you have a code on your fucking phone? Like, yeah, because you don't want people in your fucking Shit, and if any one of us is recorded for twenty-four hours a day, seven days a oh, week, God. and every website you visited and everything you that you could make anyone out to look like, you know, yeah, the a NSA monster. has shit on all of us. I'm sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they, but that's yeah, they, but but it's not even that we should. We should think, oh my God, they have something. Of course, they do. If people, like you're saying, if you're recorded all the time, you can easily take Which you are anything. Now. They you have everything take... on you. Well, now. also, what's really hilarious is we're legitimately recording this right now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we're choosing to put this out. We're making their work easy.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, um, it, but but they can just take whatever they want, sort of. Um, you could just say, I could call somebody right now and get them to say something horrible about another group of people without really trying, just as a joke. But what do you think of these the Asians? I'm sure. Right. But, you know, I could call a friend and be like, "Well, fuck him," and then call his job and go, y- "You'll never guess what this fucking guy said." Fuck Asians. You know what I mean? It's just—it's an insane—it's an insane sort of um thing. What do you—what do you think about um? I mean, all the 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 joke stuff. Is there anything that uh, now now that they're start- people are starting to say you can't say this, can't say that. I mean, is there anything that you're taking into account with your own stuff, or are you still just going going full tilt?
0: No, dude, I fucking like. I, the most influential comic on on my side is probably uh, Patrice O'Neill, and like I don't, uh, there's no chance I would ever No, I I, I really enjoy, fucking with I had an angry feminist uh, in the crowd the other day uh, where I was doing a show at Eastville, and she got, she was furious because the host. Had uh, said something about how she was there alone. And she, I mean, I'm talking real feminist. She was wearing like a green like Castro army jacket with a red mm-hmm. fucking thing on it. Like she was a, she was a fucking commie she like, like she feminist she chick. Like Game of Thrones. Yeah, that type of, <laughs> of fucking. <laughs> so Have she's you ever there. seen Game of Thrones? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the best goddamn show in the world, man.
0: So she's, so she's like she's furious because he addressed that she was there alone, and she's going, "There was a guy who's here alone, but you don't say anything to him. That's all fucked up." Blah So she's furious about that. And I just go up there, and he's like, apologizing just being like, "Man." I was just—I was just talking to you, blah, blah, and I just went up there and I was like, um, and I'm like, okay, I don't think you know that was offensive. He didn't make this clear enough. You see, women are incomplete when they're alone. They, women need to be with a man so that then they have some value. This man is more complete than ever because he's alone. I was like, these are the greatest two hours of his day. He's away from his chick. She's not nagging. So I'm just like, I my instinct is always like, if someone wants to play that rat with me, I'm just going to go more fuck you offensive. If you can't fucking laugh at this, then go fuck. Like, I, I don't know. It's, um, I, I, I just think the problem, people, look, what's his name? Barkley just laid out the blueprint for everyone, by the way. Charles Barkley, don't apologize. That's the fucking problem. You can't be Kramer. And Look, what Kramer did from any, like, I just break it down from a stand up comic point of view where I go, okay, you failed. You failed at your set. You lost control. You yelled fucked up words with no punchline at the end of them. It's just gonna, and, and you made it incredibly weird. You buried the show. You fucking, like, it was horrible. But, he came out and cries in his apology, like, motherfucker, you weren't in fucking, like, exterminating Jews in Auschwitz. You're not, like, relax, okay? You said a no-no word into a microphone. You can't, like, come out. You can't give them the power to actually be like, because once you go, like, oh, let me start tapering myself, then you almost give off this energy, like, I do have something to hide. I am but, really, but, like, but racist. Also, you can't show that weakness. But
1: that's also, like, he him apologizing is... is uh is one thing because, like, no, you
0: can apologize for it, but don't have this air of like, I committed in it. Like, no, he probably but, should have apologized. Well, all I'm gonna
1: say is that he, like, something like that, you should apologize. Charles Barkley said there are big women in San Antonio, and people want him to apologize for that. And that's you a can't,
2: compliment from him, yeah, I think, you, and you know? Can, you
1: can't just say, you can't just say there's big women out there. So, because what I'm saying is. You should apologize for some things, but then if you're apologizing for every tiny little thing that somebody has a problem with, we're all just going to be apologizing all the time, and nobody's saying anything anymore.
0: And also, just with like a sense of like proportion for what you're apologizing for. Like it's not like I I don't know. It's like you know, if you bump shoulders with someone or you fucking you know what I mean, like accidentally spill hot coffee on them. There's just a different apology for those two things. Yes. (laughs) Right. Like so, an apology should kind of have like a reflection of what was actually committed. And I'm sorry, just like saying no, no words are not on the level of, like, doing something actually fucked up. That's all I'm saying. Uh,
1: John Fetigate, I want to get your opinion real quick, just on uh, how you doing over there, man.
0: Good, me, I'm just me, taking
2: it all in. Yeah. Dave, me and Dave's Dave, got a lot of, uh, I mean, he, he throws a lot of logic at you. Me, you know? me
1: and Dave talk a lot. Like, we got, we, we, we you know what I mean? This is why, me, that's why I kick him out of the goddamn shower, because I'm going to stand in there and talk on my own, you know what I mean? Um, what do you think about the whole, like, uh, you know, shutting down jokes and sketches and all that kind of thing?
2: Well, I'm not a comic. Um, no, I know. That's why I'm asking, Izzy. Yeah, that's why. I mean, You're not a weird.
1: comedian? I don't want to hear your <laughs> fucking opinion.
2: But um, <laughs> this is the thing. I mean, I, f- I feel I used to have this idea that like comics were kind of like the the last stand for like fighting for, for you know, being able to say anything that you want, you know, and um, I've heard a lot of comics say, fuck, you don't put that on me, you know, Um but I still kind of do believe that that is the case. And, and and I mean, it's like one of the only places where you really can say whatever you want and, and and there's really no, you know, there's no consequences for it. But apparently that's not the case anymore, it seems, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, right. Like, look, there are still some guys who are fucking doing it. And then there, it's weird. One of the weird things is you you almost like you get to a level where you're like a made guy. And then it's like Louis can say whatever he wants. And they don't even even the feminists don't have a problem with it. They all lined up when all that rape, jo- uh, rape joke controversy was going on to be like, Louis does it good. Though. No, he does it OK. It's like weird. It's kind of like so then th- these guys like Bill Burr and Louis C.K. and these amazing comedians and you know, Doug Stanhope and fucking Attell and these guys who are all saying whatever the fuck they want to say and they're just killing it, they're doing great. So I think like you kind of can do it, you just got to commit to doing it. Yeah. You know, yeah. just be like, fuck it, I'm not going to be affected by these, these idiots.
2: Do you feel like that's a responsibility that you guys have as comics though, is to like...
0: No, I just think you're better if you do it. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's a responsibility, like I don't really think you have any responsibility. I think if you're getting paid, you kind of have a responsibility to like get the job done.
1: But the, the, I get yeah, you're right, and I guess the responsibility would just be sort of to live uh, as yourself as hard as humanly possible. Do you know what I mean? Whatever that is. I mean, there's because there's there's people that are not gonna I don't know swear or any of that kind of thing. And if that's you, do it hard. If you if you are the uh, the other side or whatever, and you talk about things, just do it hard. Be as mu- the only responsibility you have is just to completely be you know you know what I mean yourself and not let the other well, the rest of the world and that's tell what I love.
0: You, uh, I think that's what I one of the things that really made me. Fall Fall in love with stand-up comedy is just that like we kind of like like we live in this world in this MTV generation of everyone is like an impression of something they've seen on TV. Like we're all just falling into like the exact same thing. Like you ever, I always say this, like you ever watch like someone being interviewed on a show in like the 70s or the 80s on TV and they're just so awkward and you're like, how did people not know how to talk on TV in the 80s? Like they just hadn't learned, because everyone wasn't yet like an impression of everyone. Like we're so unoriginal as as a generation and there's just something about stand up comedy. You come in and there's like these fucking, people that are just like themselves. You're like, they're so different. You see like a fucking, you know, there's also like you a see lot of, Ted Alexandro and then Judah Friedlander and you're just like, these are just different people doing there, their own thing. There's like,
1: also a lot of on originality as well. Sure, but at, but the, at
0: the top or for at, sure. at the, for the good ones. I was going to say, like
1: that, that originality, uh, uh, uh thing there too. That one's so hard to brush your teeth to. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sitting there over the sink trying <laughs> to... Dave's just screaming like, you're not doing it originally enough. I'm like, No, ah, I think you're... Big,
0: like, you are very, like, original... You are very much yourself. You are, well, you know, like... I uh, think
1: that, again, that's the only fight any of us have is to not walk around and just go... Okay, they said this, so this is how I believe. Whatever you feel, I mean, some of the stuff is not, you know, if you if you want to fucking kill kids, I mean, change that. But I mean, if you if you like a, a thing or you don't like a thing, just be you. Just be you as 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 hard as humanly. Possible. Right.
0: Like and right and like what really like really feel like, like what really is real to you? What yes. actually makes yeah. sense? What yes. what is is logical? What makes sense to you? What yes. feels real? Not just like kind of like and actually standing up against kind of like when when if when you think everyone's got it wrong like yeah. be willing to be like no i think you, you all you, have it wrong you yeah. should yeah.
1: be able to question things for sure
0: and it goes back to your point about you're dave you're not just a
2: libertarian you know what i mean like right. that idea of everybody wants to just kind of like identify with a group now
0: well, and that's all, you know Ted Alexander actually had a really big influence on me with that because I do I call myself a libertarian a lot and this was on my podcast when he came on and he just started kind of talking about how he just backs away from labels because there is just once you start a then there there's this risk of like kind of being like oh okay well I'm in this label now so you do start to build up this team tribal mentality yeah 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 and then you want to be right and if your team's attacked you want to make sure your team's right so and you want to stay away from that and just oh but the th- I just oh, am sorry I know I so long-winded, but uh, the th- libertarianism is, I think, still a lot better to label yourself with than, say, like, Democrat or Republican, because at least libertarianism is, like, a central guiding philosophy. It's like, I'm for freedom and individual liberty. Being a Democrat is almost just so weirdly, or a Republican, is just weirdly like, I just line up with them on these issues. There's n- there's yeah. nothing, like, even, like, remotely consistent yeah. about being, like, say, uh, pro-war and anti-welfare. There's nothing about that that's, like... Yeah. Th- that's and, all one philosophy. You just decide you're on this team. Like that's
1: yeah. and, and this I guess this is what we're trying to say too, is like even when we're talking about uh, liberals in general, is like you should be able to question everything, even people who say they're super open minded when they're not. Do you know what I'm saying? Because even people who do question liberals on certain things will just get heralded as fucking dirtbag losers that need to die. And I feel um, like kind of what we're all saying here is that you should just be a human being and, and things that hit you you should have questions about. Yeah. Um and I guess uh, I guess we did it. We 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 solved the world. Yeah. Um, uh, sure. And also, if you don't want to be in one group of people, because then you start doing the same. Like I mean, everybody that likes Game of Thrones, you know what I mean? They all dress the same. They all look the same. Their feet are all hideous. Do you oh, know yes. what I mean? Oh, you okay. ever see a woman's foot who likes Game of Thrones? Jesus Christ! Were you just climbing trees? You fucking <laughs> criminal. Um. So don't uh, don't all like the same things. Uh, Why do you thang- have
0: feet like you could actually survive in Game of Thrones? Exactly.
1: <laughs> I can't paint these nails because what if? Um. I want to thank uh uh sir sir Dave Smith for coming in today. Uh,
0: thank you guys. This was a lot of fun. Subscribe to Part of the Problem, guys. Fuck uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Part of, and what's your Twitter?
0: Uh, at Comic Dave Smith.
1: Okay. Uh, John check Penn? out all the
2: shows at Stand Up New York. Uh, labs. standbylabs.com.
1: And uh, check me out, NathanMagtosh.com. Uh, you, po- but for God's sake, John, I did not know this was on iTunes the whole goddamn time. It's
2: been on. It's been on iTunes for like. You s- know, we've started. never we never told anybody. Subscribe on iTunes, please. guys.
1: please. You can go to Positive Anger uh, on iTunes. Also, SoundCloud. Uh, Twitter is Nathan Magtosh. Um, yeah, that, uh, that's it. We'll be back next week. Um, thank you guys very much for listening.